0: Hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. So, this is Beth. And this is Roz. And, and welcome to... You? Big girls don't
1: cry. Don't cry,
0: don't cry.
1: So, how's your morning been? Lovely. It was really nice. We had avocado on toast. With, with we? smoked salmon. Yeah, with smoked salmon. Lovely. And spring onions, which yeah. I never had on, on toast oh, before. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. It's, it's, my, it's my twist. Yeah, and I tried something else as well. What? You showed me honey and oh, tea. Oh yeah, honey in si- instead feel like of sugar. No
0: one has that. No, I was introduced I've never heard by the it. Greeks. James's family. Oh wow, that's how I had it. Cause I was like, cause they call it chai. Is that traditional for that's them? traditional, right? Chai, and they put cloves chai. in it as well. Oh okay, yeah. Cause isn't there something else called chai tea? Yeah, but they they call tea chai. Oh okay, and so they that's make it with I normal know. tea. Yeah, and then they have cloves and honey right but, and I, it's actually really nice of cloves it, really nice is it? really nice i want to try it
1: seeing as i love the honey in the tea yeah and i think i'll do that instead of not that i have sugar in my tea anyway but i stopped because i used to have sugar in my I tea i used to
0: have four four teaspoons <laughs> that's really I bad i know but well, this is years ago though, yeah but one day I was like, I need to stop. And I literally just didn't put any sugar in. And yeah. it was awful for like a few weeks. But then it was fine. Yeah. You get <laughs> used to it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I like, but then Shavers was introduced me to the bloody honey. And now I'm having honey.
1: Yeah. I like, I like it. Because it sort of settles at the bottom as
0: well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a tree at the bottom. <laughs> <Syrup>. So today <laughs> we're doing... First tea episode, so... We've got our cups of tea. We've got our cups of tea with us, because, you know, we've got to, so... Chin Clink. Chin-chin. Chin-chin. <laughs> is that the right word for it? You know when you drink alcoholic <laughs> it beverages, it's like... you actually. like cheers. Yeah, or salute. So what's tea? Salute? Yeah. What's salute. that? It's Italian for cheers. Oh, see, I don't know that.
1: <laughs> but no, you have it more tea. with wine. So with tea, we just make something up clink clink bitch clink
0: <laughs> <laughs> clink <laughs> clink clink <laughs> okay so we have got people sending us scenarios so thank you everyone who's sent us we got quite a lot of scenarios um and we have to choose but we will definitely get back to everyone eventually yeah um so yeah this this the purpose of the tea episode is you send in anything you want and it could be about relationships friendships Or just general life scenarios that you're going through. Yeah. And we're going to answer them as best as we can. They don't
1: always have to be grief. They can be anything. Yeah. But yeah. So we will try our best to answer them, but obviously we're not experts. We are not experts. We just want to talk about it. Yeah. And try and give our opinion, but you don't have to take our opinion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, obviously that a have to take off Yeah. <laughs> and if if it's serious, like if you're really seriously struggling with it, you need to, you know, obviously seek proper medical attention.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so should I read the first one? Yeah, you read the first one. Okay, so it's titled Am I a Psycho? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Am I a psycho?
1: I don't know, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, hi girls, I don't know how to handle this feeling because I feel really guilty and as if I have... As if I have... am a horrible person. I think as if... I think she means as if I'm a horrible person. But basically, I lost my dad to cancer this year. I've just finished my first year at university and I basically don't feel anything. Obviously, I feel sad, but I can't seem to cry. And when his funeral came, I just couldn't seem to cry and had to force myself to cry. Because I didn't want people looking at me as his, at his funeral and them thinking what on earth is wrong with her. Why is she not upset that her dad's died? I was wondering if any of you have felt this or have I got something wrong with me? Thank you, all the help is appreciated so much. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Um,
0: i felt like this mm. before. Um, yeah, you have, haven't you? Yeah, when my mum died, I was 15 and... I remember when Dad told me she'd died, I just felt really weird. That's all I can say. I just felt this kind of blank emotion. Was it like like numbness? Numb, Yeah. yeah. Looking back, it's complete numbness. And honestly, for about two years, I didn't like cry from my heart yeah do you know what I mean like yeah no I know I was sad obviously and I recognized what had happened and I understood it was awful and I understood that my life was different yeah. but I didn't feel anything right like it was awful yeah it, was numb. I felt exactly the same yeah But I felt like what the hell is wrong with me yeah. there must genuinely be something wrong with me and
1: was everyone's reaction around you different yeah so everyone I remember was super upset everyone
0: and... was so upset and I was like oh my god what the hell is wrong with me yeah. I'm not reacting like that and I just remember forcing myself to cry because I was like Beth you, your mum's dead yeah. like you need to cry like what, yeah. like what the hell is wrong with you yeah but I think it maybe comes down to the fact that I don't know. I don't like thinking like this, but I just think it was because I saw mum deteriorate over the two year period. Yeah. And it was really difficult. And we were in school and life was just really difficult. In a way, it was It was kind of like, I don't know, like it was like a, a breath. A, it, so a weight had been released, which yeah. is awful because the weight was mum. Yeah. But like that kind of pressure of yeah. mum being really yeah. poorly and yeah. us having to deal with everything. And when she passed away, that mm-hmm. pressure had been released. Yeah. Which also made me feel really guilty because it was like, oh, I shouldn't feel like yeah. mum was burdening me. Because yeah. that's not the case. It's just because obviously it was so difficult. It's like I can't, I can't, I can't feel like. Yeah. I don't know. It's. it's no, weird.
1: I felt, I felt the same. Um, I remember speaking to my sister about this because she, when Dad died, because um, he was ill for so long, two and a half years, um, when he died, I felt a sense of release. Like, and I did feel guilty about that. I felt like, not like, oh, thank God it's over. Yeah. Because no way was it over. Um, obviously, I cried and I was sad. Um, I was in so much pain. But I almost was like, okay, thank God I can sort of get back to normal life. Yeah. Is that how you felt? Because you...
0: I don't know. Felt... In a way, it was like, I, I felt. I felt like, why why has this happened to me yeah like but then in a way i was like people need to recognize this is what i don't know i felt like maybe i was a bit selfish and i wanted people to be like yeah recognize like oh you're not okay yeah and but but then i was okay yeah like i was okay when mum died i was okay And I did really well in my A-levels. Yeah. And people, I remember people were like, how the hell have you done so well, yeah. even though you've lost your mum? Mm-hmm. And like, to me, I was like, I don't really know. Yeah. But in a way, looking back, I think I used the fact I had my A-levels to do as a distraction. Definitely. And that's probably why I didn't feel anything yeah. at the start, because my brain just automatically was like be distracted. Yeah. So you wanted to yeah, just get back to
1: normality basically. Yeah. And almost kid yourself. And that is definitely part of grief, especially at the start, because it's like I don't know how long this girl's um dad has been ill for, but you've probably been, been you've probably been grieving since he got diagnosed. Yeah. So when he finally passed away, it's you've already been you've already suffered enough grief that you're just continuing the grief process. You've not yeah. gone, okay, time to grieve, I'm gonna be completely depressed or whatever. There's different stages, so maybe that's what's happened and that's completely normal. Everyone grieves differently. Yeah. Even though it's a similar situation. Yeah, everyone. everyone it. Grieves
0: yeah, different. I know that. I mean, I am still grieving. Yeah, and it's been six years.
1: Well, yeah, that's I'm not even like a long time. to yeah. grieve.
0: But I remember even when it had got to three years, I was like, Oh my god, why am I still sad? Like it's yeah. been three years. Just yeah. get over it. But what I've learned over the past few years is that you can't just get over it. No, you're, you're never gonna forget. You're never gonna. This I saw this thing and it was like, the trauma has happened. And pretend you're like a ring around this dot and the dot is the trauma. Yeah. And time, when time goes by, this ring around the dot is growing.
1: But yeah, well, that I dot that. never
0: shrinks. No. And it's, it's always there. And when you think about it, it's, you, you feel the way you felt when yeah. it happened. Yeah. But you're growing, that ring is growing around yeah. you because you're building, time is, is passing by at the yeah. end of the day. Definitely. So you're getting further away from this t- traumatic thing in your life. Yeah. Uh, but don't.
1: But at the same time, don't feel confused if it's
0: sort of getting bigger and bigger. Don't be angry. Don't be angry at yourself for yeah. feeling this way. Yeah. I did. I remember feeling like this, and it was awful. But yeah. it will pass, and you will unfortunately probably hit rock bottom yeah because that's what happens sort of a delayed reaction it is a delayed reaction to me right now yeah when I I remember speaking to a therapist about it and they said that certain people their brain everyone's brain handles it differently and they said your brain has just basically stopped and it's been like, no, you can't deal with this right now. Yeah. Pushed it to the side. Yeah. And then one day it's just gone, right, it's time to deal with it. And for me, that was two years later. Yeah. So for you this it might be it might be longer, it might yeah. be shorter, but yeah. you're just going through a delayed reaction. Yeah. That's and that's all yeah. it
1: is. That's what we think anyway. And I think that I'm finally gone past that delayed reaction two years on and I'm finally starting to feel that intense sadness so yeah just a delayed reaction yeah. no need to feel guilty about that yeah um so yes do you want to read we hope you aren't yeah we hope
0: you um are okay and yeah you, we hope we're sorry advice, for your loss we um Hope our advice has helped in any way, and you felt yeah. comfort in the fact that we have felt very similar. Yeah. So yeah. Next. So I'm gonna read the next scenario. So the subject line is "My friends have abandoned me." Jesus. <laughs> but they're not abandoned your friends. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, she says, hey huns, so excited that you finally started this podcast. It is refreshing to listen to something that normalises grief and captures all the bads, but also with some funny bits. Some people might say that I'm far in my grief journey, but I'm only three years in. I've just turned 25 and I've lost my older brother in a car accident when I was 22. When it happened, I did get a lot of support from my friends and family, and I also did therapy, which helped massively with the trauma and dealing with the loneliness of grief. However, recently, it feels like everyone has forgotten about what I'm going through, as Mm. I barely get any texts or calls from people who I thought were my closest friends. That's hard. It's hard because there's no brother's day like there is a mother's day and a father's day but i just wish people would at least remember his birthday and anniversary of death but it feels like everyone has forgotten about it which is making me feel super lonely should i reach out to people to say how i feel or should i just accept it as the way it is and stop expecting a lot from my friends as obviously we're at a very busy stage of life and it might be wrong to assume my friends have the time to remember this sort of stuff thank you in advance and I'm sorry for both of your losses kiss oh sorry for your loss that's really really traumatic really, really sad
1: um but yeah with the friendship thing I've definitely felt like this I felt like this massively yeah I still struggle with this and
0: yeah, I still struggle with it. I don't
1: really have a, a an answer because I'm still
0: we're still feeling. I'm this still out. I, actually this is this is my experience with this. When my mum I mean I hope my friends don't mind me saying <laughs> 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 Yeah. But um when my mum passed away, I think I think two years on when I was in my A levels, I, I remember We'd go away on holiday. We'd go on trips, see each other, whatever. And no one ever asked me. Wait, you went away with who? My friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> and no one ever asked me. Obviously, they sent me a message when it happened saying, I'm really, really sorry, etc., etc." I'm here for you, blah, blah. But they never asked me ever, are you no. okay? How are you? Yeah. And that really upset me yeah and I remember saying to my best friend because my best friend she she knew my mum really Mm -hmm. well and she's always been really really close and really um supportive and she always talks to me about how I'm feeling and I remember saying to my best friend why uh, isn't the group ever saying anything she she was angry as well Mm -hmm. and one day I was like I'm just gonna I'm just going to say something. Yeah. And I remember we we were like meeting for like drinks and I got there and I just said like I'm really angry and upset at all of you. <laughs> and they were in obviously in shock and I was like I'm really upset you've never like once asked me yeah. how I am this is 2 years on if I'm okay like I to me, it was like, you, "How can you say you're my friend mm. if, if, if you're not even that's so brave?" Me? I know. Have but you to ever me, been conf- have you ever been that confrontational before? I th- I'd say I am quite a confrontational uh, yeah. person. Like I, I I I would say if you're upset I am. about something, I'd say yeah, I am. Yeah, I I definitely wouldn't hold it in. That's good. Which is, but it's weird because I would I don't I'm not confrontation with friends. Yeah but with, so that with new... family I am. Yeah. But so to me it was a new plunge. Yeah. But I thought I've not got anything to lose. No. Because to me in my head I felt like I was losing them anyway yeah. because yeah. they weren't Supporting they, they, you the we, way they you weren't wanted. doing what I'd like. Yeah. So if I'd say something I wasn't going to lose anything.
1: Yeah. So
0: I said that and they felt really awful. And I do looking back I do think Ha- if it if that it was if the tables were yeah. turned and, and one of them, yeah. it must be really difficult to say to address it and say like how it because you don't want to upset no set them don't want to say the wrong
1: thing and I think that yeah that's a it. lot you of people worry about thing. a lot of people worry Very, about that yeah worry it's about. almost like it just goes with the taboo of grief in itself and people don't know how to handle it and I remember my. Um, colleague at Boohoo she said something that stuck to me to this day that I don't know whether it's to do with our culture in Britain could be wrong but it's such a taboo to talk about your feelings or if something's really uncomfortable people don't want to hear about it so things like death um it's almost like a stiff upper lip almost you just got to Ignore the problem, don't talk about it, get on with it. So, yeah, I think people have it ingrained in them that they can't talk about it and they, or they don't know how to address it because they're so either worried about saying the wrong thing or offending anyone. Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think, would you suggest to her to address it with her friends?
0: I would suggest, yeah. Yeah. And I would say it made my friendship better with them all. Oh, that's really nice. I would, because I'm still friends with them now. Mm -hmm. We went on holiday and everything's fine. Yeah. And you were just honest. I was honest. And they they said, send me a lovely message. Oh. And I could tell they felt bad. Yeah. And I remember saying to them, 'Cause I remember them they said we didn't want to make you cry but I remember yeah. my reply, <laughs> I remember saying this. And they were like and I said, I how can I cry any more than I've cried? Yeah. Like as you know, thinking that you're saying asking me how I am isn't gonna make me cry. It's gonna yeah. make me feel comforted. Yeah, definitely. And and that's what and I think for them that was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And
1: also f- from my perspective um if you talk about bring my dad up and I don't know say his name or just bring up any memory it keeps him alive because for me when people don't talk about it or ask me how I am for me I interpret that as people have forgotten people have forgotten about dad dying people have forgotten about what I'm going through so no one cares whereas if and they don't want to talk about it because they don't want to make me upset. Well, yeah, I, I might get upset, but in a good way because it's helping me heal to go through that emotional journey and think about, maybe think about things that I haven't even thought of because I haven't, been, haven't had the opportunity to talk about it with mm-hmm. anyone because yeah. no one's brought it up. Yeah. If everyone just ignores it, your brain is going to say, okay, maybe I should I- ignore it as well. And that's really unhealthy. So I think that if you want to confront your friends about it, then definitely confront them. I would, definitely. I personally haven't, but that's because I'm not very
0: confrontational As <laughs> I <don't laughs> you, you don't want it to be awkward. I don't want I it to think be awkward. The, the problem is... With your, I think the issue that I've realised over the few last few years mm-hmm. is that people are scared they're gonna say something wrong. I remember if if I tell someone for the first time, oh my mum has died. Yeah, I find it so amusing, like what yeah, their, their reactions. Reaction yeah, their reactions. It's like oh my god. Are, <sighs> no, but like it's you super... get some people and they're like, oh um. Oh, I'm s- yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you—they don't—they're they're scared of saying something. but yeah. you can tell, and I find yeah. it funny, but yeah. I also find it awkward because I'm like, yeah, you don't know. What I to don't do. want them to feel awkward, yeah. and I don't want this our like. Yeah. I don't want it to be awkward conversation afterwards. You don't want to bring it up because you know they're going to get
1: uncomfortable, so you just don't bring it up. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. So yeah,
0: it's it's a tough one, but. And I think it's sad though, the fact that she said there's no brother's day yeah, or that sister's is, day or anything like true. that. That is it's true. really sad. Yeah. But in a way, maybe it, it's good because them days are hard. Yeah. Like mother's day for me is hard. Father's yeah. day for you is hard. Yeah. So you know, the only days really that you're going to struggle with are... Birthday and death birthday, day. Birthday, death day and, maybe and Christmas. Yeah,
1: Christmas and funeral anniversary maybe um but yeah um confront if you want to
0: yeah because i'd say so but you've not got anything to lose you You don't feel like they're there for you anyway so what have you got to lose and if you say something and they react in a way that you don't feel supported then Then you know that they're not really there for you yeah so you, so you basically know who your real friends are. And that's just a win-win
1: situation. Whereas me, I don't really know who my real friends are. I hope no one gets offended by that. <laughs> but I just don't. Like, yeah. me, myself and I. <laughs> gotta be my own best friend. I'm here for you. I know <laughs> That's why it's so refreshing to have someone that has been through a similar situation. And try and maybe reach out to or find people that have been in a similar situation because they will understand more than anyone. Anyone. So if you can, try and f- seek that out.
0: Because um, that's what we did. That's how we met.
1: Yeah. And if you don't know the right places to go, drop us a DM or email and we will try to help and put you in touch with people that have lost siblings to a traumatic and sudden death, mm-hmm. but yeah, very very sorry for your loss. So, should we do the next scenario? Yes. Um. So it's called. I'm in a one-sided friendship. Also, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Hey girls. So I'm 24. I didn't go to uni or anything. I've just been working my way up in an en- in an independent business since 19. I have met a lot of friends here, and there is one girl who just never seems to care anymore. When I joined the business, she was the first person I became close to, had a laugh, and eventually started meeting up in our own time, going out, etc. But over the past year, I have got a boyfriend, and she just seems to become quite weird with me. Always tells me her issues, but whenever I want to say mine, just seems to change the subject, and I don't know, and I don't know, just not really care. (laughs) What? <laughs> and I don't know, just not really care. Sorry, we don't want to laugh. We're really close, but I have started to just not really like her because I don't really want friends that aren't there for me. And this is making it really difficult now in the workplace because I obviously have to see her every day. I don't know what to do. Any advice would be amazing. Thank you. Kiss, 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 kiss. Hmm. Um. Um I can't say I've been in that situation before. I um have you,
0: have you I that? I'd say I have a friend that that doesn't seem to <laughs> want to know like what I'm doing. Right. I'd I'd say that. And I i in a way, and sometimes I just think oh what's the point? I don't really get it. So because she's got a boyfriend she's just become weird.
1: Maybe she fancies your boyfriend. Maybe she fancies you. Maybe. Maybe she's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'll be flawed to it. <laughs> you <life-twister. laughs> No, by the sounds of it, she 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 might be jealous. Yeah. Maybe you were... By the sounds of it, you were really close. Maybe best friends. Yeah. And you were... You know, did everything together. Maybe you've got a boyfriend and she... You're obviously going to spend time with your boyfriend. And she's struggled with it and she's mm. becoming distant, maybe. Yeah. So, like,
1: scared to lose you to someone else. Like, yeah. your time. Yeah. Which is understandable. Like, you can see it from that point of view. But, um... <laughs> I mean, if she's being, if she's not addressing it, then... You're gonna have to be the one to address it if you're if you want to keep the friendship definitely um but yeah i I've not had that before
0: i I'd say I'm in a similar situation but i just i don't know what to do right i d- I personally don't know i don't want to say anything, which is okay because 'cause I've said I'm in conversation but i yeah I don't want to say anything yeah. Because do you feel like it's not worth
1: the I'd, friendship?
0: Uh, I don't know whether, it sounds awful, but I just don't know whether I'm, um, I, I feel like I'm distancing myself away from this person. Yeah. And then I'm hopefully eventually it's just gonna, you know, kind of fall into place.
1: Apart.
0: Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> just like <laughs> drift like naturally. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't want there to be like this, Ending, like, yeah, like breaking up because, yeah, I have had one friend (laughs) before. (laughs) It'd be funny if she's listening, (laughs) but I just sound like massive bitches, (laughs) I know, but we're not. Um, but yeah, she, she, to be fair, she, she was probably jealous that I had a boyfriend. Okay, so did she not talk
1: to you once she got a boyfriend?
0: She just became very strange, actually. Really? <laughs> thinking about it. This, <laughs> this was two years ago. Yeah, so I just feel like... I don't know, she's never had a boyfriend or never experienced anything with a boy, so I just feel like maybe she felt that she couldn't relate to me anymore. Yeah. Because I was growing up and I had met... Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? Like, 100%. I, I had a friend like that as well. Not, yeah. not to do with getting
1: a boyfriend, but it was in pri- not primary school, um, yeah, primary school. <laughs> Second, secondary school so you know in secondary school when you choose colleges oh yeah um so i wanted to go to a different college to everyone else in my friendship group
0: because you're so cool
1: you <laughs> <laughs> unique <laughs> they just offered i think they had um better courses for you better courses for me yeah and she was so used to the fact that we did everything together that I think she had it in her mind that I was going to go to the same college as her and that was you the first live time ever after. yeah <laughs> that we were still going to be as close as we'd been yeah. and I think for a f- couple of years actually I'd felt us drift apart because I felt trapped like I felt like she didn't want me to be my own person and she was suppressing me from achieving my dreams or my (laughs) or my full potential because she she made me feel really guilty for going to this college like I went to an open day she was like oh why why have you gone to an open day and I was like very strange and I felt guilty for a long time um but you just have to do what's best for you it you're not you have to accept that friendships, people grow and
0: they change. change. You don't always have the same friends. Exactly, like, friends, friends are so temporary. Coming and out, of yeah, your life. they do. They do, and that's what we've learned not, more not than always. anything. <laughs> like, yeah, you not always. It's always some that certain one, yeah. friends do stay in your life, but it's just about it's a trial and error. It is, and but what she's saying is, is that it's hard in the workplace because she feel she probably stuck because she's like I don't want her as a friend anymore because she's been weird with me. But you work together. But we work together. Yeah. Um gosh, I don't know what I'd do. Because it's so a bit of a pickle.
1: You I think that if you don't want it to be awkward at work, you need to address it because
0: Yeah. You don't maybe want any say, animosity
1: in the workplace. Yeah,
0: maybe just say like I feel since I've had um, you know, since Liam's come in my life, that, um, <laughs> <laughs> that you've been really strange with me. You know, I try and talk to you about things I'm going through and you don't seem to really be interested. You don't seem to acknowledge me Yeah. and my feelings. It's always you, 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 and it's upsetting me because yeah. we were really close and I feel like we're not as close anymore. And I know I've got a boyfriend, but you've got to understand that I you know that that's you know I've got a boyfriend there's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah and I wonder if this girl's got a boyfriend I don't know you know she if she's not then I could understand it but if she has got a boyfriend I, I would yeah I don't understand it as much
1: and also try and put the shoe on the other foot like maybe you are spending too much time with your boyfriend if you are like meant to be super close we used to be super close. You
0: know, maybe in her shoes, yeah, she feels. You know, she would if she was writing the scenario. Yeah, she might be like, "I'm really close with this girl. Been really best friends with her since we were 19. She's got a boyfriend, and she's doesn't want to hang yeah. out with me. You yeah. know, maybe just look at it from both points of view and be yeah. open-minded about it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, we. I don't really know what to suggest other than maybe talk to her.
1: Yeah, me too. So. And you sort of have to grieve friendships sometimes. Don't you? Yeah, definitely.
0: So, do you want to read the next question? Yes. Yeah, so let's have a look. Okay, so, oh, it's a question for me. Question for Beth. I want to be a fashion designer. Wow. So, <laughs> wow, you're cool. <laughs> you're cool. I'm cool. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is a question for Beth. I saw on your Instagram that you make your own clothes and are in the work, in the works to create your own clothing company soon. Please, can you tell me how you started this process? Because I want to one day be a fashion designer and own my own line too. You should do a shameless plug. A what? Shameless plug. What that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Promote your brand. <laughs> oh. So you know all this terminology <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I, w- I have only just started this little brand of mine. So in a year's time, come back to me and ask me for f- proper good advice. But to start fashion design, I did creative courses mm. in GCSEs in my A-levels, went to Manchester School of Art and I did art foundation year and i luckily got a place in a london uni which was amazing because it's obviously prestigious very very good we get compared to london all the time at fashion yeah school. i've noticed at other unis it's like oh will london do this london do that. yeah you have to but be like, like god you have to think about what the london students are doing yeah um and yeah i did notice that but wherever you do a fashion design degree yeah you, you can end wherever you want to be go to mlu yeah, Manchester School of Art is amazing for fashion design. But yeah, um I did I'm obviously on a fashion design degree, so that gives me definitely an footing into the industry mm-hmm. a lot more because obviously I'm getting the knowledge of how to do everything basically. Yeah. Um but I do know people if say if you're can can people they can do degrees at any age, can't you? Yeah. But what I remember this girl that I used to work with mm-hmm. in Jack Wills. Yeah, she asked me, "How can I do fashion design?" But mm-hmm. she didn't do any creative subjects in school. Didn't do anything creative in GCSEs or A levels. Yeah, and to me, I was, I was a bit, I was a bit, um, I didn't know what to advise because foundation I year. knew that. Yeah, that's what I actually said is the yeah. foundation year. But um, it's harder. I think, to get into the degree when you haven't got that creative background in your A-levels and your GCSEs. Definitely. But uh, Art Foundation, if you haven't done, obviously, creative GCSEs and Mm A-levels, i definitely do an Art Foundation year. You can do it at college. You can do it at universities. Loads of places um, offer it. And all you have to do is create a portfolio. If you haven't created... A portfolio from past work then i just independently create a portfolio yes. and show them in your portfolio everything that you have to offer mm-hmm. so for, and and do a mixture of abilities so drawing um maybe some sewing maybe some photography that kind of thing and then you'll easily get a place onto a foundation year and then yeah. that will give you the access to go to do a fashion design degree but if you're not wanting to go down the path of a degree, you can definitely do and create your own company. Yeah, a fashion oh, yeah. company without do, yeah without that knowledge. You don't need to yeah. If you're not into say if you want to own your own company but you're not actually into the design idea, you could start. You could hire a designer. Yeah, do a business course. Do you know what I mean? You you can. I know that one, my boyfriend's friend, He he's not a designer at all, but he wanted to start his own, um, what's it called, sheep, like, sheep coats. Oh, yeah. Company. So he employed a fashion designer that worked for Alexander McQueen. Oh, wow. And he paid her, like, loads of money to design this jacket. Yeah. And then he spent, he spent like 20 grand on making these fur coats. Oh, my God. But now, like, he's selling this... It, so he's wanting to do, like, this traditional, like, fur coats. Yeah. But he's not got any creative background. But he's still, at the end of the day, running a com- fashion yeah. company. He's got his own business. It, it, Fashion is a business. It is. Y- you... It, it's a business. That's it, it.
1: I remember I was on a webinar during lockdown. I remember listening to this lady talking. And she said that, at the end of the day, fashion is a business. So if you're going to do anything and I still want to do that is do a business course because if you understand the fundamental um business side of things yeah definitely then you can do anything and you can hire who you want and you can learn from the bottom up like there's loads of youtube um there's loads of youtube what they call tutorials yeah that you can learn pretty much anything. Yeah. I think I learn more. I learn more on YouTube than I have the whole of my school career.
0: <laughs> yeah, you learn. I remember I've made clothes, and if I don't know how to do a certain pocket, I just go on yeah. YouTube and search a particular pocket, and yeah, you know, learn like that. You can teach yourself anything if you yeah. put your mind to it. You can. Gen- I taught myself how to draw. Wow. Really? Yeah, I taught myself how to draw. So you don't
1: have to be naturally talented at something to pursue it. I mean, it. I
0: think I am talented at oh, yeah, drawing. I'm still talented. talented. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can teach yourself. Yeah. E- anything. Oh, you can teach put, me. <laughs> if you put your mind to it. And <laughs> that's it. But, um, yeah, so my company, the brand that I started is called Sheep. Sheep. <laughs> and on instagram if you want to check it out it's at sheep.com the reason it's called that is because sheep was taken <laughs> on instagram <laughs> and i was fuming because they don't have anything on the instagram no and that I, pisses me I off i dm'd them and went please can i use <laughs> report them dm sheep yeah. and they didn't get back to me and i was like for fuck's sake are you joking <laughs> so i've had to call it sheep.com but it's not dot com it's it's actually spelt dot, dot com dot, dot I love that com i actually think
1: that's quite cool it's like glossier they do that com. oh
0: really yeah. not that. but yeah um don't check it out <laughs> you're gonna check it out it's all upcycling that is yeah. what I'm, I'm personally into yeah. is upcycling and sustainability and i've definitely in the future i am gonna be creating a sustainable sportswear brand so keep an eye out for that
1: yeah we will um, keep a close
0: eye
1: i wonder what sort of design she's gonna do yeah
0: but yeah oh wait, know. she said i want to be a fashion designer that's what she wants so yeah take i'd do a foundation year and get try and do a degree yeah because to be a fashion designer you have to do a degree you can't just be like i'm a fashion designer <laughs> just even if you run your own company you actually can't say i'm a fashion designer i didn't know that. because you're not well you're not yeah but if you design a like a piece of clothing didn't you design that but say if you design a piece of clothing, you can just go around going, "I'm a fashion designer." Well, you could. R- do you think? Yeah. do yeah, think... Like, yeah. Like but if I run a business, I can't be like I'm a business. What well, am not supposed to? Like, you,
1: like you know, influencers and stuff. They curate their feeds. They are creative directors of their feeds. But, do you...
0: And they say right. they're creative
1: direc- directors because they, they do photography they think yeah. about they composition think about the
0: ideas and yeah
1: how they want to p- project themselves they creative
0: directors of, of them of
1: themselves and that so but I don't know I don't I think it's different
0: it depends what sort of level it's you like be. if I saved someone's life I couldn't be like I'm, I'm a fucking doctor <laughs> I've saved a person's life you couldn't do that no you couldn't do you couldn't do that. Do you that. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I give, I give you a massage. I couldn't be a masseuse ah. without the qualification. <laughs> you, no, I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: okay, so on a professional level, right, okay. <laughs> I, there's a difference. <laughs> Should we do the last yeah. scenario? Yeah, good luck. And, <laughs> and plug your... Let us know. Let plug us know your line how you going.
0: Yeah, actually send us what you're gonna call it.
1: Yeah. I am stuck. <laughs>
0: Is that
1: the subject?
0: Yeah.
1: I am stuck. <laughs> I've just entered year thirteen in college. What's that? Second year? College. Yeah, second year. I'm not dumb or bright, I'm just average. Same girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've always found school quite hard, but I'm predicted a D and two C's in my A levels. I'm doing random A-levels because I choose the ideas I like. The problem is that I just don't know what to do after college. I like the idea of moving out and going to uni and having the uni experience, but I just don't know what degree I would do because I'm not passionate about one thing. I find it hard because all my friends know exactly what they want to do and they know exactly where they want to go and stuff, and I just feel stuck. (laughs) That's me. I I'm laughing so I relate I know what I want to be successful in life there's just not anything that's massively sticking out to me my parents have always been like just do something that you're gonna like and but that they aren't they just aren't helpful I would like advice about any potential ideas about what I can do to be successful even if there's not anything I'm really passionate about sorry this was long I just feel really lost thank you kiss 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 um, I can't personally relate. Yeah, because you know, knew what I, you I wanted to knew, be for a long time. Yeah, I. Knew. You took all the right subjects. I'm jealous of that. You took really? all the right subjects yeah. for, and to lead
0: you to where you are now. Yeah, because I knew exactly where I wanted to be.
1: Yeah. It took me... I took all the wrong GCSEs. I took all the wrong A-levels. I think I've only got two A-levels, two full A-levels, because I chopped and changed my subjects so much. I really... I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of why I did a foundation year because I didn't get enough UCAS points. Where did you do
0: your foundation year?
1: Um, still at MMU. Yeah. So you must have done it a few years before me. Because I did it at MMU. MMU. I did it 2015 to 2016. I did it. But yours was Manchester Uni of Art, mine was at Manchester Met. But it's the
0: same uni. Yeah, but it's different foundation years. Manchester School of Art. Yeah, no, it's not. But you, but what, <laughs> what? You did a fa- art foundation. No, a, a fashion oh,
1: promotion wow. slash design slash Sorry. buying and merchandising Ignore foundation. me. <laughs> You're talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I wanted to be on stage
0: <laughs> for. <laughs> expecting you to say that Really? <laughs> no I, I wanted to be I forget that you a, you were a dancer I was a dancer die. I wish I could say that I'm jealous <laughs> of dancers um,
1: But yeah I wanted to be a dancer for so long Or in m- like musical theatre I did musical theatre um, As an after school sort of thing Up until probably second year college And stay- on stage productions And that is what I had in my mind I wanted to do I auditioned for a theatre college to do after college because I didn't want to go to uni either and so I auditioned and I I don't know what happened in my mind I think it was the last it was the deadline for UCAS applications to go in at college and I was I don't know how I came to the decision but I just thought I have a passion for fashion. <laughs> I
0: have a passion for fashion. Like,
1: let's be honest, you can't make it in dance. I had, I've always wanted to be successful. I've always wanted to yeah, have a solid career.
0: Yeah, you can't be successful in dance if you're not passionate.
1: Uh, yeah. And also, you have to be the best of the best yeah. to get jobs, to get casted, to. Go to LA to because that's what I wanted to do. LA. Like secretly, I still want to be in like music videos and stuff. But I (laughs) chose. I chose not (laughs) to. (laughs) If I got a call right now, Rosanna, you're going to music. I'd be like, right, bye. I'm off to LA. (laughs) Why LA? Is all the music videos filmed in LA? (laughs) Going to LA to do music videos. I'm in love with the idea of being famous and going to LA. But that's another. Yeah. (laughs) But that's not going to happen. Um, well, it might day. do. <laughs> Don't be negative. But I just wanted to have a solid career. And my other passion has always been fashion. Passion for fashion. <laughs> um, so I thought about what could I do in fashion. I can't. I've never. So- like I've sewn. But I so. didn't, I can't draw. <laughs> I can't sew. So I can't do design. Fine. But please then please <laughs> I only knew about fashion buying and merchandising. So I was like, right, I'm going to do fashion buying and merchandising. So I looked it, I looked online, frantically Googled, where can I do this? And I found the MMU Foundation course that was perfect because A, you didn't need as many UCAS points to get a foot up into the uni. And B, you had different modules so you tried design you tried buying and you tried fashion promotion so I did it for a year and even though I went in thinking I was going to do fashion buying I came out knowing I wanted to do fashion promotion yeah because fashion buying and merchandising all that's a lot of maths (laughs) 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 and lord knows actually it is a lot of maths it's a lot of maths yeah I remember talking to someone about this I was thinking I can't do this. And I loved I loved the promotion asset. It was it was creative, but it wasn't designing clothes. It was creative as in you built brands and it was more business. Uh, yeah,
0: it's good. I like yeah. It. yeah.
1: it was way it was like a business course but specialized in fashion. So I think I came out knowing I wanted to start some sort of business. Or It, it gave me it, It gave me the experience that I needed as well because they were so career orientated that you got a placement year and things. So, kind of just went off on (laughs) a (laughs) tangent. This
0: isn't about you. (laughs) No, this isn't the Rosanna show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I. She wants to be successful. She says, and you know what is interesting. That you you don't do at school. You don't be, you you're never told anything about yeah. a state agency. Right, I know this is oh, a, a, a- round which from <laughs> <a> state agency? <laughs> <laughs> Did she say that in here? I'm sorry. No, no she didn't. She's not. But she's <laughs> saying she doesn't know what she wants to do. Yeah. But she wants to be successful. Yeah. And I think school throws you off, and it doesn't provide you with all the other options. No. no that it doesn't. The world offers. Mm-hmm. You know. A And this sounds so random, but I met my my boyfriend. He didn't like school. He didn't like. He he tried. He did a first first year in uni in psychology just because he thought it was going to be easy. He, He failed the year because he didn't like it, and he he was just looking at other options. And basically he's now got a job in an insurance broker but you i feel like you're just not told about random sh- stuff like that yeah and he's not got any i mean he's obviously got his a-levels GCs, but he's got he's gonna do well in this now yeah but like he was also looking in like car sales right and like estate agency mm-hmm. and with stuff like that it's an apprenticeship yeah like, you you work your way up yeah like if you're interested if you might be slightly. I know you're saying you're not passionate about anything, but if you want to be successful, maybe do something that interests you in the slightest. Yeah, definitely. List everything.
1: I think. I think make a
0: list. Put pen
1: to paper. Yeah. What you Ma- do yeah.
0: not like yeah. doing? What you like doing? Yeah. What sounds cool and interesting to you? Yeah. Because to me, a state agent, it's just like selling sunsets. Yeah, that's yeah, what I want to do. When I'm so harder. cool. Yeah. It just looks fun. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be all all um, fun. When we move to
1: LA, (laughs) we're going to get our realtors license (laughs) and start selling fucking houses to billionaires. (laughs) Get a million pound commission. (laughs) Um, (coughs) But I think when you say, "I know I want to be successful in life," I think start by picturing where you want to be. Where you want to be first and go from there, start at the top and go down. So you say you want to be successful. Does that mean successful as in you in earn money? a lot of money? Yeah. Does it mean... I feel like that's
0: what she means.
1: Is that what she means? I,
0: fe- I don't know, but I feel like maybe... Yeah, because she's going on about um, People passion. nowadays associate success with money. Yeah. Obviously, success is more than just that. Yeah. But to me, it, it does... I think money is important. It is and so yeah picture where you
1: picture where you want to be and then whittle it down from there and go through the steps like not going to beat around the bush you have to start from the bottom um, to work your way up and that is what oh my god she's literally just entered theater 13 of college you're so young yeah like i think it's hard to get out of that mindset of uncertainty and you think something's wrong with you because you don't know what you want to do and everyone's got their life put together. But think of it as uncertainty is opportunity to do something creative, to do something different, um, to do something you to push yourself um, and to do something outside of the box. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. um. It's just weighing up your options and taking a bit of time to put pen to paper
0: and have a good old brainstorm. Do a yeah. mind map. Brainstorm. And also don't feel pressured because yeah. I think it is difficult when you're that age and there's people around you that are like, oh my God, I, wanna, I know that I want to be a doctor. I yeah. know I want to be this and that. And I want to go here and live my uni life. And I think it's difficult if you're not in that headspace. Yeah. It, it can upset you. Yeah, to feel for sure. This, all your friends know what they want to do, so yeah. it's adding this extra burden Passion. on you, mm-hmm. and you just have to, as hard as it is, you have to ignore it because, yeah. at the end, honestly, when you get to 22, 23, like, where is <laughs> <laughs> You realize your life's ended, you realize that, shit, why was I so stressed? Yeah. When I was younger, about r- things like this, because I've got all all my life ahead of me yeah. to change. If you, if you, even if you did a degree, and after your degree, you're like, I, why the fuck did I just spend the past three years in this degree? I don't even want to be in a job related to this. Yeah, you can change. Yeah, you what can. you do. You, you've got your life's your life. You control whatever you want. Yeah, in your life.
1: And my, my lecturer once said um in an average person's life's lifetime they have about five different careers and that's always stuck with me so what you might go for now might not be what you end up in in the future so that's the beauty of life embrace it and have a brainstorm
0: yeah so we i hope you've we've helped you in any way Um, So that's it. Thank you everyone for sending in those. Um, We hope you have enjoyed. So yeah, send us, we'll go through all the other ones.
1: And if you have anything you want us to discuss, um, just send us an email
0: or a DM. Yeah, and... um, It can be about anything. Yeah, about anything. So thank you everybody. Yes, Beth. And this is Roz, and you're listening to Big Girls Don't Cry, Don't Cry, Don't Cry. Woo! Woohoo! <laughs>